Happy Friday. This is your first ever listening on The Woman Podcast. My name is Tamani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and inspiring all women to be bosses through support and networking. We partake in a variation of different initiatives, our group community service. We have an international motivational podcast like this one. We do webinars, seminars, workshops. We have business development programs. You nearly basically do it, sis. We are known as the One Shop Shop for Empowerment, and you are listening to The Woman podcast where I sit down with female entrepreneurs or Debbie bosses by the which is what we like to call them and I sit down with them and I talk with them not only about this topic at hand but also their journeys of becoming bosses up until the point that we record this episode and if this is your first ever listening on our podcast then we do updates in the beginning of every single episode and we have let me see let me see three for you ladies this week so number one you ladies know I said last week our master class has officially dropped for pre-order it'll be the WSE masterclass starting a business 101 in which you ladies know that we love 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 hosting master classes here and there especially right now we thought that the topic of starting a business of course how to start it how to finance it as far as legalization what do you do as far as that how do you build your brand how do you build your social media platforms we're going to be talking about all of that the entire month of January you ladies know that as I said last week normally we charge around $45 to $55 a pop for tickets but we are now on a pre-order for only $19.99 yes I love y'all just that much $19.99 and tickets for that are now available on our website at womanwithin.org um, it'll be the first thing that you see when you go to our website because we do have a temporary pop-up that displays the tickets so you can go ahead and grab that for only $19.99 to go ahead and solidify your spot for January you ladies already know we have special guests for every single week that we do a masterclass and I cannot wait you know to kick off our masterclass because I think that'll probably be the most impactful one that we do being that we've gotten so many questions in around how do I start a business how do I start a brand? So I'm definitely going to be going in depth with that with special WBOSS guests every single week of January. So again, just be sure to go ahead and sign up for that. That was update number one. And update number two, you ladies know, as I said last week, again, the second or third week of November, we will be dropping something very special. I'm working on it right now. I'm shooting for it, um, hopefully this weekend so we can get it out in time. But it is something that we got a lot of questions about. A lot of people were asking us, when would this particular thing be available? Can we consolidate it to this thing? And I've definitely gave you all a small hint just now. (laughs) I definitely have been working very, hard the past I would say six months or so to try to figure out how to create that thing and we finally created a girl so that will be available the second or third week of November just be sure to stay updated with our Instagram because more than likely we'll drop it there first Um, but just be on the lookout for that and I cannot wait to drop that because oh my god I've been working so hard on it so that is update number two and lastly update number three as you ladies know every single month we spotlight a Mincy of the month and a woman of the month so our Mincy of the month and our woman of the month 
have both dropped this week. You ladies may have already seen it on our Instagram, but if you haven't already, go ahead and visit our not only our Instagram, but also our website to see who our Mincy of the Month was and to see who our Woman of the Month was. Full articles and spotlights on them are 100% available on our website as well. And lastly, if you ladies want to stay updated with anything that we do as a company, not only just about the updates that we went over this week, but anything in the future, as I always say, go ahead and subscribe to Wimbledon.org to stay updated and be in the know with everything that we're doing as a company. So that is our updates for this week. And you ladies know that we have segments every single week and part of our podcast. So we have a woman to watch of the week and then we have an ask somebody question of the week. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with our woman to watch of the week. Her at name on Instagram is at A-D-J-U-A underscore K-H-U-M-R-A-H. And she is the founder of The Control Brand. The Control Brand focuses on helping clients improve their health in order to enjoy a life full of joy, gratitude, and satisfaction through tools that are maintainable. They do this through offering a variety of services like health and wellness guides, one-on-one personal trainings, and much more. Um, We came across her Instagram and see that she's doing amazing things, not only with her clients, but she is on the go as far as her personal brand. And we love everything her brand has to offer as far as health and wellness and making sure that, you know, you're healthy. So Women of Lynn will definitely be supporting this personal trainer and you ladies can definitely do the same by following her again at A-D-J-U-A underscore K-H-U-M-R-A-H and check our girl out because we definitely will be supporting her after this episode drops. So that is our Women's to Watch of the Week and our Ask Money Question of the Week is when is the W merch dropping? So you ladies know that um, I took some time off as far as designing our merch because, you know, of course, when you're dealing with the organization, you like to do a community work. Of course, the podcast, we have mentoring programs, business coaching programs. So I really wanted to focus on the other aspects of Women of Land for the last year or so. But thankfully, I've had some time lately to go ahead and begin designing our second drop for our merch. We will be having, I believe, four or five different styles of different things dropping. So just be on the lookout for the last week of November, I believe the week of Thanksgiving. We really want to drop in on Black Fridays, but just be on the lookout. So that is it for our Ask Tamani question. Thank you so much to the W Boss that asked me that question. But to answer that in a synopsis, in a small synopsis, ladies, just be on the lookout for the last week of November. So that is it for our updates. And you ladies know that we have nothing but the best of the best W bosses with each and every episode. And this W boss is the CEO and founder of Expensive Taste, a collaboration of all things home decor and real estate. Her inspiration behind this brand came from a variety of different outlets, the recent purchase of her home, her interest in real estate, and her love for home decor. She uses her platform to share her personal journey of her home buying experience, renovations, and decorating her home to help break the barrier of millennials and the fear of home ownership. She hopes her platform gives each person a little knowledge, some inspiration, and a little bedazzle to the place they call home. Ladies may have realized that this person was our woman to watch of the week last week, and we are so happy to have her this week for her to share her why behind what she does. So please welcome the amazing Jessica Lauren, everybody. Hi, everyone. So excited to be here. It's money. You're doing such a great job with this brand. Like, it is just 
Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I was just talking to Jessica and I was telling her how amazing her brand is. And I think it's so different to have a brand that's not only centered around home decor, but you have a part of you in it as well. Um, As you said, you want people to get over that fear of home ownership as millennials and as, you know, young people. And I think it's really good to service that representation within, you know, the industry that you're in. So you're doing amazing. Honestly, you're doing absolutely amazing. And we're really glad to have you here thank you you're welcome so let's go ahead and hop into it tell us about yourself who is jessica where are you from tell us all about you so hi everyone again i'm jessica um i'm from upper marlboro maryland i'm 24 i went to hampton university i graduated in 2018 right now i'm working on my master's um okay. um, very straightforward super simple So what inspired you to start Expensive Taste and at what moment did you decide to make it a brand? So Expensive Taste, kind of like it was put in the bio, it came from a variety of different outlets. So I recently purchased a home. I closed in March. And then from there, I've always just had this interest in real estate, but never the big urge to go and fulfill that just because I didn't know if that was something I really wanted to do, but I was just super interested in it and then I've always loved the home decor piece of it um and it all just kind of magically went together into one um so once I closed my home to go more into when it became a brand um I got so many questions on Instagram how did you do it what was the process like where did you start? Just so much. And at that point, I honestly still didn't think about making it a brand. Mm-hmm. It was just more so, okay, you guys are asking questions. I'm going to answer your questions as best as I can. Um, it wasn't until about the middle of May where I got to the point and I was like well into renovations in my home. And I started decorating my home. And that was where I was kind of like, okay. I'm still getting a whole bunch of questions, but the renovations piece kind of like tipped it over the edge because I renovated my home for the most part from top to bottom. And it was like, why not share this experience with someone else? Mm -hmm. Um, Just because most of the time when we go through this home buying experience, everybody, realistically speaking, wants something brand new. And I know even for myself, I wanted something brand new. I didn't want nothing that was already there. I wanted something Knew it was going to have no problems in my mind. It was no anything, nothing. It was just, all right, I'm the first one that's living in here, so it's going to be perfect. But realistically speaking, once you get through that process, it's like, all right, you can do something new and can also do something that's not new that still gives you your wants. And it's about more so what you are willing to give. When we go into like the home buying experience, it's more so like, oh, you just want what looks the best. But you have to really kind of figure out what are your wants. So I can use myself for an example. I knew for me, I wanted a garage. It was just that simple. I know that I go out, I be coming home. I don't like the idea of walking from the parking lot to my house at Mm -hmm. night. So with me having a garage, I will feel safe that regardless of when I come home or whatever the case may be is, I can bring my groceries in the house through the garage, I can do everything that I need to do through the garage and I'm not outside and I feel safe and secure. Um, but to creating the actual brand, um, kind of getting back to the exact question, more so I kind of just set up one night and 
um, I was just sitting up and I was thinking, I just randomly started looking at logos and thinking of different names. And I was like, you know what? This makes the most sense because not only do you purchase a home, but after you purchase the home, you still got to decorate the home. And then it's like, man, I spent all this money to, to get a home. Now I still have to spend more money to decorate my home. Right. Um, luckily, I had an apartment prior to, so I bought some stuff from there. But other than that, it's like you still want it to feel like your home. So that kind of tied into me creating the actual home decor store piece of it, um, where it's like, why can or how can I create something where other people are able to purchase things for their homes that is almost, if not cheaper than home goods or mm-hmm. Marshalls or Ross, but it's still chic. It's still cute. It still looks how you would want that feel to be if you're walking into the place that you call home. Right. I think that is so good that you've incorporated that, you know, nice touch to your brand. Not only are you educating others as far as, of course, the home buying process and the entirety of it, you're also adding like that purchase part to it, which I think is really good. And I was speaking a few weeks ago with this another special guest, and we were talking about how important it is for, you know, people to give out information and almost have... I would say like a mentor aspect to their brand because of course you got a mm-hmm. lot of questions. A lot of people were asking, you know, how did you do this? How did you do that? Of course, you probably got a lot of questions about how much was the home and, you know, different things like that. And I think having that a part of your brand, not only giving out information so the journey can be easier for the person that wants to do what you're doing, but also creating that fun aspect of part of your brand where people can feel a part of what you're doing. I think that's really important. So with that being said, through your brand, what is your why? I think my why became more of a personal piece of my journey. Um, my process, realistically speaking, to be 100% transparent, has so many ups and downs. Mm. Um, like, it wasn't just, oh, you go, you get approved, and then you find a place, and the first place you find, it's amazing. No. Um, anyone who goes through, through that process has to mentally prepare themselves for for that. It's, mm-hmm. it's fun in the beginning, the thought of it. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to go buy a house. It's, it's great in the beginning, but once you get into it, um, it just goes much more in depth. So when I built this brand, I kind of knew my main goal was to help break that barrier of the millennials and their fear of their home ownership. But when it came to tapping into my purpose, it was more so, I think it depends on the person. You have some people that kind of begin to do They just begin to do the thing that they love and it doesn't even think to them as to exactly what's their why behind it because Mm -hmm. they love doing it. Whereas you have those other people that could simply just come into something, I would say more so as I did, beyond the bits and pieces of me enjoying other things, I kind of just came into it and had just a spark and was like, you know what, this works. This this works for me. I like this. I love this. I can help educate other people. I can help them decorate their home. I can do so much to help people beyond myself. Um, and I think that's kind of where my why came from was more so it wasn't a it wasn't anything specific. It was just more so me getting in and tapping into something that I actually enjoy doing. Mm, 
And I think you can definitely see it through your brand as well that you enjoy what you're doing. And I think that is so important. Most definitely. Yes, that is 100% super important because if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to want to, I wouldn't even say you're not going to want to do anything. It's just more so when those obstacles come, it's going to be hard for you to try to fulfill those obstacles because it's not something that you personally enjoy yourself. Absolutely. I say that all the time. You can really tell if somebody's operating in their purpose, if they're going through, you know, little roadblocks along their journey or they have hiccups along their journey and they keep going versus the people that just say, you know what, this ain't worth it. And they just throw it away. And, you know, you can really tell the difference with those people. But I think it's really important when it comes to your why to operate in your purpose, operate in your passion, do what you love, because people can definitely see it from the outside looking in and just keep going with what you're doing, whatever you face, especially right now during these times whatever bumps in the road that you're facing keep going right do you think it's important for women to tap into their purposes in order to find their why I definitely think that it's important for them to tap into their purpose um but I don't think that they have to for me personally I think that people can kind of find their why with a whole bunch of different outlets it just depends on them the type of person that they are what their passion is and how far they're willing willing to work to be to to be whatever they want to be mm-hmm. do you think sometimes different bosses have to try different things in order to find their purpose and their why a hundred percent everything is not going to work for everybody that's just the reality of it so you may start off as one thing and then get halfway through it and be like you know what This isn't exactly what I want, but I did this, which kind of helps me figure out exactly what I do want. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think that them trying out the multiple different pieces will 100% help you to become where you want to be or find your niche. Everyone, everyone works at different paces. Everyone operates at different time frames. Everyone thinks completely different. So what may work for one person may not work for the next person. Exactly, exactly. I was just talking about that with um, a previous guest that we had as well, that sometimes you really have to get your feet wet and a lot of different things to see what you like. For example, how are you going to know if you like public speaking if you don't like getting up in front of the classroom to do a PowerPoint? You know, how are you going to know if, you know, you like designing clothes if you don't even like fashion? You know, you have to kind of put your feet in different things to see what really is your passion in order to to tap into your why and I feel like especially right now with everybody being home a lot of people being taken out of their norms ladies try different things you know get out the house if you can and when you can be safe when doing that <laughs> but try different things you know try different lanes and see what works best for you in order to tap into your purpose and operate in your why and with that being said Jessica along your journey of creating expensive taste has there been anyone that has inspired you throughout your journey to tap into your why So this may actually sound kind of weird, but there wasn't really one person that kind of made me tap into my why. To be quite frankly honest, social media did a lot for me. Mm -hmm. And when I say social media specifically, I'm speaking of YouTube. So YouTube through this entire journey has become somewhat of like my BFF, realistically. (laughs) And like, of course, YouTube has been out there for forever. But when building expensive taste, the home decor store part of it wasn't initially the entire plan until I wanted to tap in everything that I liked into one and it made sense. 
So when that piece came of that home decor piece, I was on YouTube 100%. Anyone who sells candles, for which was my first product, you have to get those candles to the next destination without them breaking, or you're going to have a lot of people like, hey, you sent me a candle and it's broken through the mail. Exactly. So it was little stuff like YouTube that kind of showed me things as far as how to package it, the um, best way to ship the candles. Shipping, I don't know if people realize or not, but shipping is expensive. And you still want to, you you don't want your product to be crazy expensive, but you still also want to make a profit off of your product Mm -hmm. at some point. So little things like that was, YouTube was just there. And you can kind of see, um, everyone else's different journeys through YouTube. A lot of people put all of their information on YouTube, not as like personal stuff, but just more so how they built their brand from the bottom up. Some people are very transparent with telling you what worked for them, what didn't work for them, everything. And YouTube was just there. I mean, Instagram was great promotional wise and Twitter was promotional wise, but YouTube has really been like my piece of keeping me going because on top of them showing you how they did their brand, they would recommend you to like certain people show or put like on their bottom piece, like different podcasts or different inspirational things that you can do or just what has helped them throughout their process, which was super duper helpful for me. Yes, I love YouTube. I always call YouTube YouTube University because if, you know, outside of inspiration, you can learn so much. Oh, my goodness. And that's why it's really important for you to share your why and to share your journey with other women because you have absolutely no idea who it can impact. You have no idea who could be going through the same thing you're going through or who could be inspired by your why to tap into theirs. And I love YouTube for that. I always look at, you know, outside sources of inspiration. Um, I follow a lot of bloggers on YouTube. You know, when it comes to building a brand, you ladies know if you're listening, I love Erin on demand. That is my girl as far as business. But um, outside of YouTube, ladies, even if you tap into Pinterest, Pinterest is amazing for inspiration. Love Pinterest to death. Social media is great. But I think YouTube is really, you know, different when it comes to having actual video content and people almost treating it like I don't want to say a diary but a video log and you know Mm -hmm. it's it's really good to watch when people are very transparent about their journey when it comes to building their brand or very transparent about the hiccups and the roadblocks that they may have faced when it comes to creating a business or brand so ladies if you're listening to this and if you're looking for a source of inspiration that you might not have right now we definitely recommend YouTube because it is a one so during these uncertain times how have you been able to stay in tune with expensive taste and how you use it as an outlet during this time um considering that expensive taste is kind of like my personal journey it actually hasn't really been a struggle in a sense if that makes sense um because I've still been doing so much stuff around my own house mm-hmm. that where it comes to me creating content then some of the content I haven't actually put out there yet, but it's just little stuff that I'm building to put out there to show people. Um, it's also somewhat kind of helped me in a sense where it came to figuring out what my first product was going to be. If you go to any home decor store, realistically speaking and thinking about the different products from wall pieces and rugs and candles and stuff like that, 
all of those things have to get packaged a different way versus something like clothes. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of helped me to just seek out and learn a little bit more um, so that I can kind of help build my own brand as well. So while I'm building my brand, I'm also building content for the people that are viewing my brand so that they have something to look to and have something to reach out to and even if they have those questions, I can answer those questions. Or and if I can't answer those questions, I can direct them to somebody who can answer that question. Mm-hmm. So that is just the main way that I've kind of um, I've kind of expanded expensive taste in a sense of just making it the best that it can be during these times. Mm-hmm. I think right now, ladies, if you're listening to this and you have a brand, I think right now is really important more so now than ever to start looking at your brand as an outlet, a creative outlet, something that you love doing. I always tell people, of course, sometimes you may feel like this, but if you're constantly feeling drained from your brand and it's not pouring into you, you really need to kind of reassess, you know, your why behind your work. And maybe you need to do things differently when it comes to your business. I run into this question a lot um, when it comes to some of my clients and my mentees, they stop looking at their brand as a source of an outlet. And it's really important for you to do so, especially right now. Like for instance, with Women of Lynn, you ladies know that we have an organizational structure as in, you know, our mentoring program, our business coaching program. And right now, more so now than ever, I pour into my mentees more than ever. Right now, I pour into my clients and I use it as an outlet because I know people need empowerment and inspiration. And just like how Jessica said, she uses it as a creative outlet. And, you know, it's... It's obviously impacting a lot of people. So ladies, you never know when you use something as an outlet, when it comes to your brand, you never know who it can impact. So I want you ladies to start thinking about that as well. So these are two questions that we like to ask every single boss on this series, just in case a listener can relate to your specific answer and get encouraged. One, for bosses that don't know their why, how do you think they can find it? For bosses that don't know their why, I would say first things first, think about what brings you joy. And then the next thing I would say, how can whatever it is that brings you joy, so if it's a skill set, a craft, whatever that is, how can that, how can you advance that craft or skill set? Think about that. Both of those two things would be the main thing that I would say. Because if you know what brings you joy and you kind of know or have an idea of how you can advance that craft or even not even how you can advance that craft, but how you can help somebody else or something that you didn't know prior to you doing that, then I think that that could be the start of you figuring out where your why is. Because you want to make sure that you find your why with something that you have passion for. Because if not, then like I kind of said earlier in the the piece, when the obstacles come, you're not going to be as motivated to overcome those obstacles. It's just realistically speaking, you're just not going to because it may not be something that you like. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. Exclude any trends. Just think about you. What makes you happy? Why does it make you happy? And how can you advance that skill set or that craft? Yes, advancing your skill set and advancing your craft is extremely important. Question number two, have you had any bumps in the road that made you question your why? If so, how did you overcome those bumps? As you said a few minutes ago, you didn't really face too many hiccups along your journey. But as far as, you know, finding your why and, you know, say starting this brand, were you nervous about it? Did you have any hiccups in the road as far as making it to an actual brand? Um, How did you overcome those bumps if you had any? 
So definitely had some bumps in the mist. Uh, I think that everyone at some point starts to question things. Mm -hmm. Um, You just get to that point where you're just like, is this really what you think it is? And I think mine was more so because it was so different. I've never, I didn't really see anyone who had a home decor brand fully. Like, that just wasn't on top of that having a whole store. I didn't really see that. Um, when it came, when it comes to figuring out um, and overcoming those bumps, I'm the type of person that once I get overwhelmed, I just have to sit down, regroup, and re-strategize things. And that's just how I kind of figure it out, at least business-wise. That is the main. That is my main source of how I can figure things out. I'm the type of person that has to write everything down and physically see it. Well, me Someone too. can say something directly. <laughs> they can say it directly to my face, and I'm like, okay, let me write that down. And they're like, oh, it's just, it's okay. I need to write it down physically so I can see it on paper and know, okay, does this really make sense? Um, But along that, it's just being a boss is great, but it's not all peaches and cream like everybody thinks it is. You definitely have to have that motivation. And it also goes back to that joy as into what, and be confident into whatever your brand is. Um, That's going to help you figure out and really motivate you to figure out whatever that re-strategize is or that regrouping consults, anything to that nature will help you kind of build up from there. Yes, I stay with a journal. I definitely second that. I stay with a journal. I write every single thing down just to make sure it makes sense. And of course, as she said, ladies, um, when you overcome or when you have those bumps in the road, it's really important for you to sometimes sit down and re-strategize to figure out how you can overcome those things. Sometimes if you have certain roadblocks in your way when it comes to your brand and your business, sometimes you just need to sit down and re-strategize, remap things, rework things to make it work for you. So I want you ladies to think about that as well after this episode. Episode. If you're having, you know, difficult times within your brand or business and you're having a few hiccups and bumps in the road, sometimes maybe think, do I need a week break? Do I need two weeks break? Do I need a day break? Right. Don't underestimate a day break and just sit down and figure out how you can regroup and re-strategize if needed. So last but not least, Jessica, what are some general tips and pointers that you can give to the W bosses listening on ways they can tap into their passions and their why? Ways that they can tap into their passion and their why. That's a really good question. Um, I would say one, again, kind of figure out what you enjoy, what you like to do, even if you're not even thinking about it as a brand just yet. Because sometimes you can just have that one thing that you actually just like and you never even realize how you can kind of build upon that um, until you figure out your actual niche within that one thing that you like. Um, Aside from that, um, be yourself. Don't try to build a brand based off of someone else's brand. Don't try to go based off of what is super duper trendy. Be yourself. Find something that you like. It's okay to be different. I think that's a really big thing that people don't really understand right now is that, oh, if people don't really know about it, they're not going to do X, Y, and Z. No, it's okay. You can be that new trendsetter for whatever it is that you have a passion about or want to do in life. So those would be my main two or three things that I would tell them. 
yes. out there. Yes, ladies, never try to, I don't want to say imitate somebody else's why, but just because you see something trendy, you see something working for somebody else, or you see a certain industry popping, doesn't necessarily mean that you needed to get into it as well, right? Because you never know what those people's whys are. You never know what their purposes are behind their brand. So it's really important for you ladies to tap into things that actually mean something to you and that are directly related to your personal why. So what's next for yourself and expensive taste, Jessica? Go ahead and get the ladies some next drops that you may have, anything that you have coming up for expensive taste, because I know they're probably wondering, how can I support? How can I get connected with expensive taste? How can I purchase? So is there anything that you have that's coming up next for expensive taste? So expensive taste actually has quite a bit of stuff coming up next. Um, We're tapping a little bit more into that real estate piece. Um, A while back, I had did a real estate Wednesday where I kind of highlighted about five individuals that range from realtors to mortgage lenders to um, even investors. And they're all young, um, young black professionals that are in that industry that are just doing amazing. So we're going to tap back into that and kind of get on a, a study path with that piece. Um, have some renovations that I'm working on that are about to come out. And then I'm dropping a new set of candles. So Ooh. this week I am dropping a new candle every single day, which is going to be available on Friday. Um, if you want to shop with expensive taste, um, our web link is www.expensivetaste.shop our instagram is expensive taste and three underscores at the end um but yeah we have a lot of stuff in store um I'm building up some packages where basically I can come and shop with you for your home There's another package where I will 100% decorate your home or we can even go break it down as far as room by room. So a whole bunch of different things in the mist. Um, We have some wall pieces on our site right now as well as some different doormats and rugs. So I hope you guys tap into all the new and upcoming things that we have in store. Yes, I love to hear. I will definitely be on the lookout for those candles because I need some more. And I know you ladies listening, y'all at home, we need some new candles. We need some things to burn. So I love it. We will definitely be here to support Expensive Taste and I hope you ladies will be doing the same. I want to thank you so much, Jessica, for hopping on this podcast. And I want to thank you ladies so much for tuning in to yet another episode on the Woman Podcast. You ladies will hear me next week with a special guest at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You ladies can listen in on any single platform that we're on we're on every single platform as far as apple Podcasts, spotify google play iHeartRadio, you namely we're on it so thank you ladies again for tuning in and you ladies will hear me next week peace have a safe weekend ladies